Oh. Welcome back, folks. In this episode of the show, we review all the latest Disney news and rumors. Uh, covering each corner of the property, including the latest on the rumored now-happening gondola system. And Club 33, finally coming to Walt Disney World. We are super excited about this. This is going to break our bank accounts. Plus, we'll take your calls and much, much more. So get ready to get your ears on. This Saturday night special edition of Resort Ears Radio. Well, we're drinking. It's next. Please stay clear of the doors. On behalf of the cast of the Walt Disney World Resort, welcome to the Magic Kingdom. No smoking, please. Please hold on to the handrail. It has been a long break. The last time we did this was October of last year, 2016. Our friend Drunk at Disney is wondering where the heck we've been. Our friend Kim Story is wondering where the heck we've been. Everybody's wondering where the heck we've been talking live. I and mean, we're on Twitter all the time. We're on Twitter or whatever. Greg, what is going on over there in Resort Air Studio number B? Hello, Michael. We're back. We're better. Better than ever. Maybe. Maybe not. But we're back. Uh, it's, it's been quite a hiatus. We've taken a lot of change in both of our lives. I guess personally had, uh, some job changes on both sides of, of the studios here, uh, you and I, which has been taking a lot of our, our time away from, uh, from the show for sure. But now things have kind of settled down, uh, and, and we're, we're kind of back in the saddle. That's a good way to put it really honestly. Um, so a lot's have changed. Let's just kind of give our, our listeners and, you know, people on Twitter that follow us a lot, you know, they, they know what's been going on with us. Um, but let's kind of give them a little in-depth also what's been going on. Greg, why don't you start? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I, I, uh, started a new job right before the holidays. So, you know, all the end of the fall and into the winter <clears throat> spent on kind of interviewing and stuff and. Kind of the sh- the show definitely was was on the back burner, um, but it started uh, right before the holidays season, and so you know the last few months have been kind of nuts with, with traveling. I've been all over the country and doing a lot of different stuff, so it's been great. But um, definitely has taken some time away from the show for us. So we're back now, hopefully to get a more regular flow going. If we can do uh, again our, our sort of twice a month shows and get things get things rocking and rolling. Mike, I know you as well had some changes in the past couple months. Yeah, um, it's been pretty crazy for me too. Uh, the funniest thing, what are you doing? Huh? I heard a, sorry, you're right there. I thought you fell there. Um, what? <laughs> like It sounded like an avalanche. Just, just oh, s- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, about the same time that Gray got his job, his new job. Um, I also became a manager. Uh, I work in one of the larger hotel chains, and I was a front desk manager for a while. And I became uh, now I'm a front office manager. 
Uh, so basically with that, you know, I got a lot more responsibilities and everything like that. Better discounts, but more responsibilities. And that too has been taking a lot of time away from the show. So you'll see us a lot on Twitter, just kind of tweeting back and forth. You know, you'll know who's always tweeting. I'm kind of more the sarcastic, don't really care what I say person. And Greg is kind of the more like, I'm going to feed you real news to cover for his own head. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's the other person that's on there. Um, uh, so uh, I'll start real quick, though, with our regular just laundry list. Uh, if you're listening to us on Periscope, go ahead and put your, your questions right there. If you're on the good old uh, Twitter, we'll go ahead and answer that. Greg? Yeah. And how else can they find us? <laughs> We're a little rusty, folks. Twitter, uh, at Resort Years on Twitter. You can find us uh, on Facebook slash Resort Years Radio. You can also check us out. Shoot us an email with any, if you have any questions, trip planning questions, tips, rumors you've heard that you want to let somebody know. Let us know first. ResortEarsHeadGmail.com. You can also give us a call on the Resort Ears hotline. If we don't pick up, leave us a message. Area code 407-535-6118. Yes, that is Orlando area code 407. We're in Connecticut, but we bought an Orlando phone number. Why? Because we love you guys. And we wanted to have our own hotline with an Orlando area code. That's right. And... um. I'm paying for it, so people better start calling in. <laughs> uh, um, I have some very big things I may do save for. One of them we'll talk about here. Uh, so that uh, $20 month dollar Skype bill, uh, if we're not having people talk to us live, mm, we're just going to be typing for the rest of the time. <laughs> All right, um, let's see. It's a Saturday night special show, so basically that means that uh, me and Greg really have no script to go off of. And we usually drink during the show. Have a question, though. I don't know. I'm waiting to see if anybody on Periscope, you know, of course, um, you know, follows and everything like that with us. But I did get a question from uh, House Bowers. I, I probably butchered the name. I have to look on. Oh, yeah, we love that. House Bowers, yeah. He said, um, he asked us on Twitter. I answered, but I think it's kind of good what we're drinking right now. Because Saturday Night Specials. We do Saturday night. We do a show on the weeknights. We're usually not drinking because we got to be up at the crack of dawn, both of us. But if on a Saturday we're doing a little drinking, he wants to know what we are drinking. Greg, you first. Well, how? Uh, first of all, love your podcast as well. Uh, love what those guys do over there. Uh, I actually am drinking a beer. I was drinking um, earlier tonight. I was drinking. A new... I hate to cut you short. What is that? Uh, what's that number? One more time. Has somebody asked us on Periscope? Four zero seven five three five six one one eight. Four zero seven five three five six one one eight. Perfect. Uh, anyways, beers. I was drinking a um, tropical torpedo from Sierra Nevada. It's the nice. it's the tropical IPA. Pretty good. Pretty good. Switched over to uh, Bush Light. Meh. It's what I use. It's my it's my kind of house beer. Um. So yeah, that's that's what I'm going. 
cranking right now. How, if you're listening, we love Retro WDW Podcast. I listen all the time. I love what you guys do. Um, bringing everybody back to the golden era of the vacation kingdom of the world. So keep up the good work there, too. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Yes, absolutely. I was making sure we said thanks for listening. <laughs> um, I am drinking cows. I am drinking uh, from Kona Brewing. Uh, Hanalei Island IPA uh, that is the stuff Greg brought for Easter I'm still drinking it, sorry um, but as Greg knows, the only thing only beer I'll drink now is is uh, Kona, I actually worked it's a kind of side note story we'll get to another time, but I worked in Hawaii for a while after I graduated, and that's when I really started picking up the, I had Kona that was brewed there, a lot better than was brewed over here in the States, or stateside I should say um, but uh, that's what I drink, the Hanalei Island IPA, really good uh, Longboard still is my favorite, but the best is a lemongrass luau. Um, I remember last summer I was pounding those like it was going yeah. out of business. Uh, plus, I don't fart and burp as much in bed. With these, <laughs> so that's a plus for the girlfriend. The lemongrass luau one's awesome, but it, it's like it's like a unicorn. You can never you can never find it anywhere. And the other one I've had from Kona, which I love, is the uh, the is it like the it's like the coconut brown. Uh, porter or something like that. Yeah, it's like coconut brown porter. It's exactly what it is. Oh, dude, it's that is so. It's it's you can't drink like three of them because it's it's too much. Like your stomach will hate you, but at least mine did. Oh, that's why, yeah. <laughs> but you can you can have like one or two sip. It's a great like sort of like after dinner dessert beer. After dinner dessert beer. Oh, love it. I mean, what the hell is that? After dinner dessert. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Uh... Yeah, there's another one, too, that I used to drink all the time. Um, it, it has, like, more of the tropical fruits that they brew it with. I just forget what it's called. And they, You know, they change over the beers seasonally. Um, I hope the beer, pretty funny, the beer, the, I, you know, the booze shop that we get here in uh, where I live it used to be an old funeral home. I just think it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world that I go buy, I go buy beer in an old funeral home. That, that's, uh... <laughs> so classic. But... All right, Greg. Um, all right, why don't we jump into your Disney? Did you know? Get that done, and then when jump. that's done, we'll come back and start taking some, maybe some calls that people call in. Take some calls. We'll hit up some. We'll hit up some news stories and and yeah. and, uh, and discussion. To- <coughs> excuse me, topics that we we want to discuss tonight. Big ones, obviously. And we were you already talked about in the intro, but the gondola system, you know massive news right and then the other massive news that just came out this week club 33 coming to wdw which is huge 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 so let's do that let's kick it off though right now with a little disney did you know disney did you know that on property within the community of golden oak which is the exclusive housing development within Walt Disney World that you can actually live in, around 30% of its total homeowners actually do live there year-round. 30%. It's pretty good. The total number of homes there currently is 173, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but somewhere around there. 30% of those folks live there year-round. Pretty interesting. As we've heard, uh, there's been a lot of sort of lore about Golden Oak and what it is and what it isn't and what it might not ever become, which, whatever. 
What's interesting about Golden Oak, though, is, and what we've heard, is a lot of corporations have been buying homes there, send executives down, use it for vacations, whatever. But apparently, there's a good amount of people that actually do live there year-round. That is tonight's Disney Did You Know. Well, they have to. That's the only way that they could all be like a town and everything, right? Yeah, I mean... Tax purposes and stuff. Yeah, but I guess there's a. What I've heard is there's a lot of corporations that'll that'll just they you know it's write offs for them, and they've they've uh, they've bought into Golden Oak. Now Golden Oak, the houses are you know there's a house that's a two million dollar house. I mean that's that's you got to pay to get in there. Um, you know so it's around there around a million dollars two million dollars. Yeah. Um, but they'll they'll buy these you know and then and you know big companies can it's a write off and they can use it to send. Um, executives for vacations, for, you know, with their families, whatever, use it for corporate retreats, whatever. So, um, pretty cool, though, that people actually are living there year-round. It is. I wonder how, I wonder how much it is to, to live there. I mean, you're, like, basically, you're on property and everything. Like, I wonder what, I mean, obviously, it's got to be people that are close to Iger. They're going to be close to, you know, some big wig in Disney. Excuse me to live there, but I wonder like what the medium income for people living there is. Well, I mean, think about it. If your house is two million dollars, what do you think your income is? Right. I mean, True. you know. True. But but like I said, they need those people to live there to be incorporated for the town and, and to get the fire service, everything like that, and the tax breaks, whatever it's going to be. So I don't. Um, I think so the question becomes is like I know these are two million dollar homes, but right. You know, if my uncle was higher up in Disney. Walt Disney World, right, and needs to put some butts in the house, you know, do I get, like, I just pay $500 a month to him for rent? No, I. so I think Golden Oak's within the city of Bay Lake, so those people pay, pay taxes to city of Bay Lake, which is owned by Disney, essentially, you know, established by Disney, so they're getting all, like, the Reedy Creek Fire Improvement District, the fire service and everything, emergency comes from... Bay Lake, uh, City of Bay Lake, so, th- that stuff's, I think, that's all already happening, um, and then schools and stuff, if there were any kids, I don't know that there are living there, that'd be interesting to find out, though, the kids would go to school, I think, I believe, in Kissimmee, I think is the nearest schooling district. Kissimmee, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, pretty interesting, though. It is. It is. You know what I've been watching too? You, you laugh. Um, I've been watching on uh, YouTube. Yeah. They have. It's pretty cool. I think everyone should actually do this. You go to YouTube and you just YouTube like plane landing at MCO, right? Um, and basically like, or no, sorry, put Disney World from a plane. And basically, what it'll do is it'll just like there's these people that are just plane enthusiasts, plane spotters, they're called. And basically, they have their camera out the window as they're circling around Kissimmee and that lower part to fly into MCO. And there's a guy that was that was uh, actually I think he was taking off. I forgot whatever the flight fan was, but they fly directly over Disney World. You know what I mean? I mean they're on the outside of it, like right, all, yeah, this and stuff like that. But yeah. like as he's going up, you can see underneath him, you can see all the 
it's it's amazing. I'll have to send you the, the link when I, if I find it again. Yeah. But it's just it's a bird's eye view of all the parks: Epcot, Magic Kingdom, uh, the Springs. Then it's like, um, which we'll call it, um, Studios. It's all right there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, I know there's you know, the parks themselves. I know are no fly zones, but I'm sure, I I know. I mean, there's those tourist helicopters you see on like I Drive and 192. They always yeah. get close to the parks. Planes. I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure there's got to be a flight pattern near near ish to, to Disney. So. Hey, did you see that? The, I don't, I know we're just, we haven't been on for you know a couple months, but uh, that WDWNT now. Um, basically, it's like the 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 alerts of like um, what you call uh, rides being down. They have one 54 seconds ago. Peter Pan's flight. At the Disneyland Resort, because obviously they're three hours behind us, uh, was reported closed at approximately 8.49 p.m. So if you're out with, listen to us, we actually do have some Disneyland folks that listen to us this time of night. Um, sorry, but Peter, Plan, Peter Pan's wings have been clipped. Uh, so I need, I, Mike, you just, you just, this just dawned on me. I didn't even bring this up. And you and I actually haven't really talked much about this, but I was actually out in Burbank for my new job. Yes. <clears throat> doing some work with one of the studios out there. Um, not Disney. But I was there. And while I was there, I was like, I have to go buy Disney Studios. I have to go see, at least see it. I mean, I know you can't, they don't give you tours. You can't get on unless you're a D23 member. And only during that, like, one day a year that they allow people on the premises. But, so one morning, I, I, was, I was staying in Burbank. So I was like, I was literally like, five blocks from, from Disney studio. So I was like, yeah, I'll go over there. And I got a coffee. I walked around uh, literally the blocks around the studio just to see it, just to see the buildings. And, and, um, honestly it was, it was, it was, it was cool to see it. Um, it was like the landscaping even was, it was like just as clean and neat as you'd expect the parks to be, you know, like it was really, it was really neat. So, Saw the animation building across the street, and ABC building, and uh, <clears throat> saw Providence Hospital, which is across the street from uh, or Saint. I think it's like Saint Joseph Providence or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's the hospital that like Walt Disney like died at basically. The when he he went it was it's directly across the street from the studio. Um, he went there when he was getting sick. They told him, you know, you have two months to live or whatever and uh and he, that, that he ultimately passed away there but um so that was kind of kind of crazy and i actually wanted to try to, i wanted to try to get to um i think it's forest lawn where his grave is i wanted to try i honestly wanted to try to get get down there too it's not very far but i didn't i didn't have time but uh, but just seeing the studio and seeing the buildings and stuff, and I like Mike. I sent you a few pictures. We're walking around was was really cool, just to just to be there. But next trip I'm out there, I'm definitely getting down to Disneyland and doing the whole nine yards and yeah, checking that out. I, I, I was telling you, you needed to go. I know. Probably, like I mean, it's it's a it's obviously a smaller park, way smaller than Disney World, but you can probably get through most of it in a day. I'm thinking. Oh yeah, you know? it's just a matter of. Like I said, where I was in Burbank and getting down to Disneyland is about an hour, probably with traffic. I was on a business trip, so I didn't have a ton of time. And then on top of it, like 
is it really worth the price of, you know, 100 and whatever, $120, like a couple hours, you know? So, so perhaps next time, though. Yeah. Should, <laughs> uh, should we, should we, uh, we're wonderful without a script. Should we jump into some news? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, to keep my Periscope people going, I'm literally just taking the monorail I have and just kind of just crossing in front of the screen. I think people are, are joining in more for the monorail than they are for us. Wow. It's pretty freaky when you're like, because there's like a 10-second a delay between what we're talking about Periscope. I'm watching us live on Twitter. You should do that. Just make the screen smaller. Every now and again, I run the monorail across it, and it spikes to like three, four, five people, and it goes right back down to one. So, <laughs> anyhow... Um, yeah, where do you want to start? Let's start out with the weather report. So, about six minutes to midnight in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. 75 degrees, mostly cloudy at Walt Disney World on on property. And we're going to start tonight's news off with a story that we just read yesterday. And uh, this came out from uh, the Orlando Sentinel um, that a 55 a 54-year-old man has died um, after riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. And this, was, again, was a, a report, if, if, if you folks have seen it, that was in the sort of quarterly reports that um, note all ride-related injuries uh, at the major theme parks uh, in the state of Florida. So SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Universal, Walt Disney World. And um, this guy, uh, unfortunately, had a, had a pre-existing condition, collapsed, and I guess later died at uh, at a hospital nearby, which probably was uh, Celebration Health, I would assume. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, um, this stuff happens a lot. It, it happens um, more than anyone likes to see, uh, obviously. Um but it's you know one of those one of those deals. It's it's sad. No matter which way you crack it, it's sad. Right. You, know, you don't want to see nobody, you know, again get hurt or anything like that at the parks. Um, the only thing I can say is, you know, there's a reason why there's those warnings. If you're pregnant, if you have heart conditions, things like that, do not ride these rides. Like I understand it's Disney World, and you get into this Disney bubble of nothing bad is ever going to happen. Yep. Well, folks, wake up a little bit. I mean, we've had a child, unfortunately, who succumbed to alligator. Uh, we've had multiple people who have had heart attacks uh, after, even an hour after they've had the rides in the, you know, in their hotels, uh, if it's a ride cause or not, whatever. Um, and, I mean, people have had seizures on the rides because they're bouncing all over the place. So take the precautions when you're riding rides. I know it's Disney. I mean, they, we're very unfiltered here. You know, when we get down to Disney, we're going to be in that bubble too. But, you know, do your research before you go down there, the local area. Do, again, follow the guides of of the rides. You want to have a safe and, and healthy time down there. Um, and, you know, so uh, unfortunately, it does kind of sound like it was just a very freak incident where maybe it was like an unknown condition or just maybe literally he just – succumb to a heart attack on the ride. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good point, Mike. Uh, certainly, you know, I think folks do get in that Disney bubble 
when they're down there and you're on vacation and you're not thinking about this kind of stuff and and you know whether uh, whatever his pre-existing condition was what I mean he had heart issues or who who knows um, but unfortunately and uh, specifically 54 so young uh, and really is. tragically you know on vacation like that's the last thing you want to have uh, have happen um, and and you know he's not the first, I mean unfortunately too. That's not the first we've heard of. I mean, this thing, ha- this stuff, kind of stuff happens a lot, um, where you know someone will ride and then it's like later right. on they collapse or they collapse after the ride and then later they die at the hospital. You know, so it, you know it's not some sort of like ride malfunction where they're, you know, there's trauma and someone dies on the ride. It's not at all what happens right. normally. I mean, you know, um, so it's uh, it's sad and, and uh, unfortunately. It is. It is. Um, tough, tough to avoid, I think. Uh, but, um, you know, certainly our thoughts and, and prayers go out to, to uh, that, that guy's family. So Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's just a, it's sad. But, all right, so let's, uh, let's move on. Um, where do you want to go next? You lead. Well, let's, let's stick with, um, with another new story that came out of the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, back on... The 13th, about a week ago, uh, the the story uh, was from Sandra um, um, Penasini over there, who does a great job for, for them, a great writer for the Sentinel, has been for years. Um, she broke the story that the gondola system, <coughs> excuse me, gondola system is coming to Walt Disney World. Uh, it's, it's happening, folks. So all the speculation and everything... Um, you know, you and I, I mean, we had, we had talked about this a long, long time ago. We were just chatting before the show started with Ken's story. Um, I mean, what, a year or two ago, we talked with Ken about this, and Ken, Ken had always said, guys, that's the, next, that's the next wave, that's the next thing that's going to happen, it's going to be gondolas, just waiting, you know. We had one show, I think, we were talking about transportation, the whole show was transportation, how do you get around and boats and we talking about monorail expansion, you know, pie in the sky stuff. <coughs> not to Ken. Not not even close. I, I must say it bears me right now, but I'm telling you, he was like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. Going after like a jawbreaker. He was just like, Gondolas are coming. Gondolas are coming. It was like it was like Paul Revere saying the British was coming. They I, I was afraid that the gondolas and, did not come. And I thought, I thought there was... Jumping into Bay Lake and having the green-eating matter going after Oh, my God. I, take a sip of the Bay Lake. Bay I just, Lake cocktail. And I thought, like, I love Kent. I thought that was the silliest thing, though, back then. I was like, no way, man. That'll never happen. Like, you know, that, that's just, that doesn't feel right. But there, it's going to happen. I mean, I think, I think it's great. For, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that they're going to break out of their bubble of what they know works and what they've done in the past and try something new to, to rapidly connect guests staying on property to places they want to go. I mean, I, I guess I, I don't have the article in front of me, Mike, but I think essentially there's like going to be six stations <coughs> according to the permits filed. Um, one will service the all-star resorts. So, you know that kind of area. I think yes. I, I think one's Art of Animation and Pop Century, 
It's that loop. Caribbean Beach, yeah. So, yep. and then it'll go to I, I guess International Gateway entrance for Epcot, which will be you know Boardwalk and all that area, and then over to Hollywood Studios. Yep. Um, back to the resorts, and then Disney Springs. Uh, I can look that up right now. Um, yeah, because I, I, I looked at it the other day at work. Um, not that I didn't have enough to do, but, um, yeah, Walt Disney. I'm going to look at the, the Sentinel. They had something. I'll read it on that. All right. Disney World Gondolas would connect parks, hotel, hotels, document. God, you know, th- okay. I'm going to put this out there. Websites. Honestly, I know it's all about advertising, but gosh darn. <laughs> Look. You know what? I'm just going to let it play. I'm going to let it play. So, so. Hold on. I don't think anyone can hear what's playing on your on your computer. Basically, the documents obtained by the Oriental Center from the Disney Control Reading Creek Improvement District, right. Golden Oaks, confirmed that the, the result has been planned, had been planning the project, which has been rumored for months. Uh, Reedy Creek uh, notes refer to six stations with three links linking Disney Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Caribbean Beach Resort, and Lakeside Area between Pop and Art Animation Resorts, which you know it, there's going to be some kind of like Skyway or some kind of ride that's going to connect the springs they've been looking to do that for you know uh, each cab would hold 10 occupants uh notes also indicate european manufacturer doppelmeyer will be the gondola vendor the doppelmeyer gravitator group describes itself as the world's leading builder of ropeways cable cars and ski lifts doppelmeyer representatives could not be reached for comment um let's see here <laughs> this is the best <laughs> this is the best part of it Disney and Reedy Creek have tried to keep the project. Do you know what it was referred to? <laughs> oh, what was it? I forget. The Italian job. The Italian job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So basically, that's that's what it's gonna do. It's it's. So okay, let's 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 stop for a second here and let's rewind. All right. Let's give our thoughts before we go on whatever. In two sentences. Our thoughts, we can go into it afterwards, of the gondola system that they're going to put in. Um, so, like I said before, I love the fact that they're going out of, out of kind of playbook here. This is something that is unexpected, I think, by a lot of people. I mean, it took me by surprise, you know. I know they, they had talked about it, but I mean... When's the last time we've seen Disney really innovate and do something that you don't see anywhere else? I mean, there's, you know, around the country, yeah, that, sure, there's there's ski resorts that have these things. There's a couple cities that, ha- I think Portland, Oregon might have one, and New York City obviously has one to uh, whatever, one of the, was it, Roosevelt Island or one of those ones? Um, but it's only like a short distance. It's not like a multi, you know stop kind of thing and this if this works 
it could revolutionize and, and set a course for change for cities and attractions and whatever everywhere. You know, I mean, if Disney can pull this off and, you know, I mean, essentially this is going to be rapid, it's going to be rapid transit. It's going to be the people mover in the 21st century, basically. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things they can do in terms of the cars themselves, you know, with holding 10 people. Um, I think the luxury of having them brand new, I'm sure they'll be air conditioned. I'm sure they'll be sort of tinted windows. They'll probably do, I'm sure, inside some kind of screen so that you can tell where you are, where the next stop is, throw in some advertising, value, whatever. Um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll have something like that. So I think it's, I think it's huge. I mean, I, yeah, I'd love to see a monorail connect all these places, right? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we would well, love that, but the cost just didn't outweigh what the demand is. And, and, and to be realistic, what, you know, what it would cost Disney to do it. So I think it's great. I mean, I don't know what it'll cost them to do this. I, who, no one, the thing I find funny about this is I think it's a bigger deal than a lot of fans in the community, even especially, I mean, have made it out to be so far. Like, I know it's very early and there's not a shovel on the ground for it, and Disney hasn't even admitted that this is really happening yet, but it's, we now know it's, ha like, this is happening. Um, permits have been pulled. I mean, this is going to happen. There's not a rendering we've seen online of... I mean, there's been, like... People have done maps, right? Like, we just, here's where we think it would go to, and here's the, the stations and stops, whatever. But there hasn't been a rendering done of, like, here's what the, the cab would look like, or here's what the inside would look like, or maybe... Yeah, there, well, people have... There are pictures out there. I've seen them. Like, I know some of the people on Twitter had it, but I don't know if that was just kind of a... Of the, of the cars themselves? Yeah, but I don't know if that was just kind of a like, like a like a fan picture. Right? Yeah, you know? I I, um, I think maybe that's that's what it, what it is. If you're talking ten plus people, all you got to think of, Greg, is is basically just the you know when we went to school in New Hampshire, you go up to um, the mountains up there during the summer. Right. Those are the, those are those are where the gondolas are. Yeah, it, I'm sure it'll be something similar to like the Orlando Eye is very similar. I think their cars might hold more than 10. To, maybe it is 10, but theirs were, and, you know, they were very nice. I've, I've been on it, like, glass all around. I think there's some seating, climate controlled. You know, there's a screen, I think, in there, so you can see where, where you know, yeah. what you're looking at. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they'll do something something like that where it's... Summer should be amazing. Yeah. My, my my two words I have for it is futuristic and complicated. Complicated for the the guest, or well, complicated I mean, for things operations. Through, well, a couple things go through my my head when I think of transportation, right? Kind of my thing. Um, Ten people is 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 a waste of metal, in my view, to build these. Um, yeah, how many people? Millions of people, you know, thousands of people go through Disney World a day. Um, you know, I mean, unless you're going to have like eight cars on the line at once. Yeah. Um, 
also, uh, I think it's a cool thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm for it. I want to see them. I want to see them just build one line to see how it works, right? Because ten people on on like those big cable cars or the big sorry gondolas. First of all, it's going to need to fit like a hundred <laughs> for it to do any real damage. Um, right. I want to see how it performs uh, in windy and hurricanes, and you know, and in severe storms. Um, which happen, you know, which happen like happen. daily. Right. <laughs> if Disney just puts all its marbles on this and starts cutting back bus bus service, when something like this happens, they're gonna be ready to throw those buses back in. Just a thought. Um, right. Because uh, breakdowns. I want to see how they handle breakdowns. Yep. If a car is, uh, you know, trapped in the middle, suspended. I mean, at least when a monorail is trapped, you can either tow it or, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to get the fire trucks. You know, understood. But, you know, I don't want to be trapped on a gondola when it's just swinging in the breeze. 100 feet in the air or whatever it's going yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, my other thing, too, is what's it going to look like when, with all these cable towers and wires around property? And I think that is the, one of the that's... things that's really concerning a lot of people, even on Twitter. I mean, we're all, I think all of us are for it. I'm not, I'm definitely for it. No, it's not a really good point. So they need something, but what's that going to do to the landscape of Walt Disney World. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of you know cable points they can put there. Just gonna be in swamps. You're never gonna see it anyways. But you gotta think of the ones that are closer to animation and pop. You gotta think of the ones that are closer towards the Springs area. Ones that are closer to you know uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Because you know damn well they're gonna try to connect these to yeah. the Springs Hotel Boulevard and. They're gonna. Well, I mean, you, you would think, and it's, that's a that's a really good point, and one that I've a concern of mine as well. That aesthetically, I think they need to make the stations, the the pilings and pillars, and and support beams and whatever it's going to be to hold the cabling up, like look and feel futuristic enough, so that they don't in an, in fifteen years from now look like a bunch of rusty you know, power line, like, right. girders in the middle of a swamp. Like, and I think it's got to be futuristic enough. And that comes, I think, with the stations and the cars themselves or the cabs or whatever you want to call them um, to kind of fit in with where the monorail left off, you know, futuristic-wise. Because I think this should be, like, the monorail's second cousin, you know? Right. In, in the transportation family at the resort. I think it'd be cool if they if they kind of melded those together. So, in my mind, in, in what you just said with, like, you know, you know that they're going to want to connect this to the, the parks. I'm surprised that they don't just bring the gondola straight to, and it would be tough to do because you have the hotels and you have all the backstage stuff and whatever, but straight to Epcot, Monorail station. And t- so you could go from TTC to Epcot station, get on the gondola, and go to studios or go to Springs or whatever. <coughs> Versus now you'd have to get off the mo- off the monorail, have a, a pass, have a ticket to go into Epcot, right. walk through the park, go to International Gateway, leave the park, get on the gondola... <laughs> You know? Well, I mean, you know, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any room to put a 
I don't know there's, how they're gonna. There's not. Right. I don't know how they're gonna where they're gonna put the gondola station. Yeah. I'm thinking they're gonna put the gondola station in that back entrance of the World Showcase. Right. I think yeah. that's where that was. Yeah. You know, because then you have your boat and then your gon gondola connection. Right. Um, you know, they could be thinking down the line too of, dare I say it, replace my lovable monorails. You know, with these. But Again. but to your point though, capacity. I mean, ten. ten. How many of these cars are you gonna have? A hundred. Well, so that's a thousand people. I mean, what's one monorail hold? Four hundred or something like that. Three hundred. Right. So. So I mean, and there's what twelve of them. So there's at any time there's. What four running at least around the lagoon. Right. I'm just trying to look real quick to see what. Okay. So just the pop century of let's let's just kind of. Take this, breaking this down hotel-wise, right? All right, so the Pop Century Resort, all right, are dearly wanting to sink into the earth again, Pop Century Resort. <laughs> um, go back to the seventh layer of hell it came from. Um, it holds 1,120 suites. Yep. The animation's right about the same. Right. Disney Springs sees about, what, 20,000 guests a day? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's more than. I'm. I'm sure it's more than that now. A lot of that's fed in from the people. We need to definitely do a little trip talk in a minute. Fed in for the people at Lake Buena Vista, whatever the resorts or the hotel row there right. coming across. Right. Okay, and then you know again, then you got the two theme parks it's going to go to. I mean, just taking the that 100, 120 suites. Let's just say it just ran from Pop to Epcot. Ten people on one gondola. I mean, and that's if what's it's the point of it? that's if it's full too. Who knows what they'll end up right. doing? I mean, I'm sure they'll have cast at the stations because I mean, let's think about this. Like they just did at the TTC, I'm sure they're gonna have security at these things. We'll do bag check and everything before you get on the gondola. You'll go right to the. I mean, it would make sense, you know. Um, I don't know. So on it, and it, and this is a, the numbers of this will be interesting, and this is a perfect thing for Len Testa. Like this is like up his alley, right? Like he's the guy; he'll figure this out. But um, on any given day, was he talking a lot about? I mean, we keep up with our, our good friend Len. Uh, was he talking and, and uh, during his podcast with uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Hill. Yeah, Jim Hill, especially Jim Hill. Was he talking about these gondolas much? Not, I can't remember when he was really talking I don't about think them. so. I, not that I can recall any time. I've missed a couple shows, so don't... No, know, I mean, not, not. I think their last one was um, maybe before this announcement was out or something. Yeah, like, maybe like the day before or something. So, But I haven't heard much at all about it <clears throat> from them anyway. So one of the things, though, I've heard, like, on any given day at Disney World, between all four theme parks, the water parks... Disney Springs, um, and then the resorts, the hotels, you know, now it, <coughs> excuse me, golf courses, the whole nine yards. Yep. There's anywhere from 150,000 people to maybe 250, oh. in, including, in, <laughs> including, including cast members, yeah. all that stuff. Saturday special. <laughs> <laughs> Bring 
Pepto-Bismol. So, 150 to 250,000 people. A quarter of a million people. Yeah. I mean, that's bigger than most cities, right? Like, yeah. I mean, certainly a lot of our northeastern cities are, besides, like, the big ones, New York, Boston, Philly. But, you know, so think about that, and then how do you get these people around? They already have the bus fleet, which is overused not efficient, you know, well, not it pleasant, no it takes forever, and it makes like, no well, sense. Here's, again, we're not, we're not saying this isn't a, a good idea with the, the gondolas, but here is, okay, it's kind of like, oh, here's, 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 you know, noontime when everybody wants to come back to the hotel after spending half a day in the park. 20,000 people want to get back the art and the pop right. and we'll take the gondola and then you're in line and it's like alright next 10 goes halfway down the line another one comes in next 10 goes halfway down the line and that's why I wonder if they'll be at the stations like I mean cause you go to a ski resort right you don't yeah. gotta wait that long to get on the next one and usually they have it where it can pull off on it, its on its own queue so that it can stop it, to uh, load turn, right it turns around yeah. But it can stop the load like separately from the the constant flow of other traffic. So I'm guessing they're gonna have like a backload of empty cars at stations. Right. From from like the offload point or something, and that'll just yeah. you'll be able to get on. But I mean, who knows it? I mean, they, they're smart people. I'm sure they've thought all this out. They've I'm sure they've thought out like. What's going to happen at nighttime after Fantasmic's over and there's, yeah, 20,000 people that want to leave the studios? Right, well, it's the same people that just made that, you know, that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy abortion over oh at Disney Resort. So, we'll see. Okay, so, let's take a break from the news real quick since it's Saturday night special. I actually have a quick Earth Day, Disney, did you know? I gotta read it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Wait, you have a Disney, did you know? I do, I do. What? Um, <laughs> I'm going to take this from Disneyland today because I can do it. Why not? So, uh, it's a more did-you-know fact. Uh, Mickey's Fun Wheel dazzled with over 10,000 LED lights, which uses 75% less energy and lasts 10 times longer than incandescent lights. Interesting. It's an Earth Day thing. And the fairies run off of biodiesel from the, uh, the fries that they cook there in Disney World, too. Huh. All right, so why don't we do this, Greg? I know we have another. We want to talk a couple of the news stories. Let's talk about our trip, our trips that we're going to be taking coming up. I'm sure we can go on a whole episode of this. We could do that. We could just go on with the news and then just do another episode. Some down, you know, maybe two weeks or just kind of like it's a random episode, or we can just kind of briefly talk about what we're going to be doing. For the shows, or excuse me, for the well, I guess we'll be for the, show. <laughs> for the trip. Yeah, no, no, sounds good. So I will be going to Disney World. I think my countdown today is thirteen days. Thirteen days before Greg hits the Mouse House, which is which is kind of crazy. So thirteen days, I will be there in Orlando, Florida, staying at the Wyndham Bonnet Creek Resort in a lovely one-bedroom deluxe condo. 
right across from Epcot. So very excited about that. Uh, Five-day park hoppers. We're going Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. Going to Magic Kingdom twice probably um, for like full days. Um, got a bunch of good fast passes um, that I'm pretty pretty excited about. And got some ADRs at some some <laughs> some good places that uh, we've never been before. So that I'm also excited about going to we're going to Boathouse uh, one day I believe. Um, Boathouse. What's that? We stand with Boathouse. We do. That's probably going to be the, the the one chance you get to see a drunk at Disney because they're pretty much the bar flies there at this point. I know it. <laughs> I know it. We love, we, we love you guys. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome trip. We're doing uh. Doing doing all that stuff. Might try to get to the beach one day, but we always say that we never end up going. Um, it's just so tough to leave property. Like, I don't know. It it's. Oh. I always want to, but it's one of those things. It's like once you're there, I, like you just you don't want to miss out on like savoring the moments while right. you're there, you know, because right. you don't know how long it's going to be until the next time you get back. So, um, you know, but doing, doing, like I said, uh, we got to be our guest for lunch one day, which will be awesome. Um, in the magic kingdom. So pretty excited about that. Um, one of the cool th- doing Ohana's for the breakfast with Lilo and stitch. So I'll get to- Tonga toast. Going to be awesome. Doing a Coral Reef Cafe for lunch at Epcot one day. Um, well, we'll, I'll do a little mini review on that too. And then um, probably check out a couple things in the springs. Want to check out uh, maybe Deluxe Burger or the Poutine Stand. Yeah. Um, um, and there's also that, what is it? Uh, uh, Polite Pig or Petite Pig or whatever the heck. It just opened barbecue place, which sounds wow. sounds pretty cool. So, all of that jazz, and then we're also definitely gonna hit up Trader Sam's this time yes. <clears throat> for a drink or two. So, that is a must. That is on my list of of, uh, of things to do. But one of the coolest things about this trip is I'll get to see the last wishes ever. And the first of the new fireworks show. In the it's all in the same week. <clears throat> so that'll be that'll be pretty cool to see to see all that. Which is closing out, and then the new the new show, which I think is called like know, Happily Ever After, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're, always, so. they're constantly always changing. Yeah. So anyway, doing 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 it. Uh, through MCO, flying Southwest, we'll be there. I think we rented a car through Avis, maybe or no way. I think we did. Hurts. I think we did budget actually. Hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. No Alamo, Alamo official car rental to Disney World. So, pretty stoked. Probably gonna go to Publix get some uh, groceries. Absolutely, and, I have a Publix uh, cup, uh, cup right here. I know, I know. I love that thing. <laughs> <coughs> well, so. I'm, probably only, I'm probably the only one who went and bought a Publix cup from Publix last time I was down in uh, Florida. But, 
has gone to Disney a couple times past year. Uh, I will be making my triumphant return to dun, 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 dun. About a couple years uh, with my uh, with my girlfriend, and we are going in January. Now, my situation's a little different. Um, I'm actually not going to mention what resort I'm staying in, just because I don't want to give too much on which one of those big hotel chains I work for. But um, we, as a manager, I get a very good deal. So um, I am going to be staying at one of the bigger resorts on, I'll say, I'll say Hotel Boulevard. Um, I can say near the Springs because there's four hotels right there, not all owned by the same company. Um, but I will be staying there for $45 a night. Uh, which is seven, seven which nights, bringing my my grand total to three hundred and like fifty four dollars or five hundred fifty four dollars, whatever. It's which is like which is like Roach Motel status on on like one ninety two, right? But uh, but in like a in like a four star resort. Yeah, um, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna be staying at uh, at one of the Hillen properties. Uh, so I work for Hillen. What can I say? Um, it's really not gonna matter, I guess, in the long run. But I'll be staying there for, for that, that price, and uh, it's pretty pretty amazing. It's, it's the uh, palace, which is just redone. Um, I've, been, I've been doing TripAdvisor like crazy on it, uh, but it's literally, you know, 100 feet away from Disney Springs. you got the crosswalk that, uh, right the that goes back and forth. Yep. Um, I mean, again, $45 a night for seven nights is amazing. Um, we're actually going to be tying that in with uh, three – jeez, I sound like I – I sound like I, uh, this is like a, a Diz vacation. <laughs> I, I basically, I basically, um, uh, we're going to save enough money where we can stay at one of the Helen Gardens down by, uh, Universal for about a hundred bucks for three nights. So we get to see all that. Um, we, cause we're nine months away. We haven't really been able to book. We can't book. Um, it's telling us the mat, the, uh, the magic your way it won't allow us to book until i think probably more towards august or something like that because we're not staying on property um something like that it won't let us do it just yet uh but we're gonna spend the money and do the california grill on top of the the uh, contemporary oh. we, yeah we're because i'm a huge monorail fan i'm a huge contemporary fan um anybody i've sent pictures i have the, the contemporary model and everything like that um if you're on actually if you're on periscope i can go ahead and show you that real quick there it is she's sitting up there um anyhow uh so we're gonna do that we'll spend the money i tell you though um the hotels and the flight conservatively a thousand dollars right right and that's probably a little bit less than that what's killing us right where we had actually we're making we have three jars going and we're actually filling them with you know trying to basically vacation not jar, but, but three savings accounts for uh, this trip, because uh, there's a couple other things that we have to save up for, too. But um, basically, it is hotel, airfare, and food money. The thing is, is what kills us, Greg, is, um, and I, I like to use this example because we're not paying a lot for hotels, right? And we're basically staying on property. Right. What's killing us is the uh, the park tickets. Right. Yeah. For if, if we don't get, we have a family member that works for ESPN, but if we don't get those tickets, which we may not for that date, that means we're going to have to buy six park hopper tickets. Six days for two people park hopper, $984. Right. 
Yep. Let me repeat that. $984. That's what I think about that. Okay? Because, yes, okay, I understand. I get a health <laughs> discount. All right. I can give it to friends and family, too. Right? So let's just say friends and family went for $114. So let's say that brings up the cost to, let's just say, six uh, $755.36, let's just say. Okay? Still saving a lot. No matter which way you cut it. $984 for six days yeah. of our coppers. Okay. Then we also have to add on three days for Universal. Universal, my girlfriend's a huge Harry Potter fan. You cannot go in, and I don't like to ride the train. You have to buy Dual Park. Right. Right. So we have to buy two days worth of park tickets. Right. Okay. And that's going to cost us $500. Right. So you have to buy Islands Adventure and Studio. So our park. Hoppers are what fifteen hundred? We're looking at conservatively, maybe a little less. But why are you getting park hoppers for Disney? Just get the Magic Your Way Pass, and just plan your day out. All right, like because that's that's what we're gonna do. Well, our our thing is, is if we want to go to let's say Epcot during the day, but we want to go back later to watch I know Magic Kingdom fireworks. You can't do that with just a one-day pass. Right, right. You can't, but... You know what I mean? But you now got... These park proper passes, you get six of them or whatever like that. I mean, you could... They, you know... The, ex, ex, the way that works, you could... Well, you can almost basically use them... Use them once, but whatever. You can kind of go back and forth per the day. I mean, yeah, you can go to all four parts. You can go to all four... Exactly. I've done three in one day. I've done, exactly. I've done Kingdom at night. We went to Animal Kingdom in the morning. Studios in the afternoon, and then... But... You can save a ton of money by just doing, you know, one day one day passes for all six days. Well, the pro- yeah, I mean, we could do some park offer, some one day for six days. Um, but even for two people, for just a regular flat-out tickets, they're still up to about six $700, you know? Yeah. So, that's all right, so we save uh, 100 bucks, right. right? You know what I mean? Like... We just paid... You know what I mean? So, for... Myself, my wife, and my daughter, who now is three and a half, so she has to buy, she has to have a, her, you know, her own ticket. We did, we did, um, Magic Away, we do seven day? No, a five day. Yeah, five. For thousand bucks. And it was, yeah. it was official ticket center uh, in Kissimmee. So, which we booked with through a lot of times. You end up saving like five bucks a ticket, basically, or something, depending on time of year and stuff, and just their what their rates they get because they buy in you know so they buy in such a huge quantity from Disney. So it's worth it's it's not and you and you get emailed right to you. You know you can put the code right into your My Disney Experience links up. It's on your Magic Band. It's all set. So, but did you look in that deal they were just having though right now? The four parks, four days thing? Yeah. So that's, what was it, $79 a day or something like that? Yeah. But it's four, it's it's literally, you have to go to all four parks on one day each. So we were looking at it, and we're like, I don't really want to, like at that bad point, we're like, well, I mean, it's a good deal, but then you like have to go to like Animal Kingdom. Well, like, I don't know if I really want to go to Animal Kingdom if Pandora, like after I was open the next, the next week or two weeks after that. So... Like, maybe I don't want to go. And then it's like, I'd rather go to the kingdom twice than have to go to, you know, only once and go to Epcot once. And so, it's not, 
a huge, you know, if, if, if you want to get a taste of all four parks and you don't care, um, it might, it might be worth it, but for us, you know, and, and wanting the time in the kingdom that has more kids, you know, kid related stuff, that was, uh, you know, kind of a concern, but. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a lot to plan. Don't you know? I just I'm not in the heart of it like you are right now. Yeah. Um, but I am glad I got to at least get you some free parking in a good hotel. That's right. I I was remiss to to mention that. And we're flying. We you know so we everyone knows we live in Connecticut both Mike and I. Normally when we go down to Disney, we just fly right out of Hartford here, um, direct Southwest direct to MCO. Um, this time around, though, we're poking around in, like, all the different airports near us. And New York City and the New York airports, Newark and JFK LaGuardia are a huge pain to get to for us. They're just far enough that it, like, doesn't make sense to save a couple hundred, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever. Um, it's just easier for us to fly to Harvard with the kids and all the stuff and whatever. So, my wife was looking, we found flights out of Newark, um, direct to MCO, Southwest, literally first flight in the morning, so we'll, we'll be in Orlando at like, I think like 8.50 or something like that, it lands, like it's like awesome, you get like the whole day, you know, it's great, the problem is, we gotta, you know, we gotta be at the airport at, you know, 4.30 in the morning, that morning, so, Newark from our house is probably, uh, what do you think, like two hours away, probably? Hour and a half, hour and a half, maybe? Without traffic, absolutely. Without traffic? Um, probably more. What, what day are you flying out? So, May 6th. Uh, Saturday, May 6th. So, it'll be Saturday morning, or, or excuse me. Um, Friday night. Friday night, yeah. It'll be Friday night. So, <coughs> there'll be a little traffic. But anyway, Mike hooked us up with a hotel down there, a Hilton property, with parking while we're there at the trip as well for our whole trip. Um, so we're going to stay there the night before and then be right at the, at the airport, take the shuttle, head out. So it should be good. I think, I think even for people that don't have the, the advantage of, of the cheap hotels or anything, it's, it's still worth flying out of a bigger airport, like, like Newark from around here. Right. Um, the, the flights are obviously cheaper. Um, and you know, even if you have to spend on a weeknight, $89, for one night of a room. Um, and then I think it was like something like $10 a day for parking. You're still actually, you know, free shuttle, everything like that. You're still basically paying less than you would pay at an airport. I mean, most oh, airports, yeah. I haven't seen it under $20 a day. Right. And we're saving, by going out of Newark, to, and at this part I forgot to mention, we're saving like, like $200, $250 probably. I right. mean, off the we, off the flight about, price, so we have uh, we've been thinking about where we're going to fly out of. Um, we we where we are in the state, we're actually closer to the New London area than we are to um, the Hartford area, where where uh, Greg would go out of. Um, we we particularly would rather have Providence because we can have one of our parents uh, just. We can leave one of the cars in the hotel. We can have one of the parents, one of my hotels, excuse me, we have one of her parents drive us up or my mom drive us up. And then for 
something like that, or we'll take one a car or whatever like this. We don't have to pay for parking, that kind of deal. Yeah. That would be a possibility, but uh, it'd be a little easier for us out of Providence because they can just pick me up. From Providence, you know, TF Green from here is probably maybe an hour. Right. Drive. Um, but uh, but we're getting, we're getting excited. And it, that's the biggest thing is, like, because we're, we're still booked so far in the future, it's not going to be until January. We're, we're just so excited right now, and we're, like, trying to just, like, try to keep under control. <laughs> yeah. There's not much we really can do yet. Right. Until it gets closer. Yeah. So we want to hold off on, on the weird thing. Actually, AAA actually does have a very good deal. Um, it's about 100 bucks less than what Disney's offering for park tickets, um, which is nice for, like, six days. But we're going to – we want to hold off until, like – November before we buy those park tickets just because um, there may be another flash sale like they have on right now where it's you know seven nine dollars a day for right you know you know you know what you know dude we'll see you know I don't get too much in the weeds but we'll see what happens with Avatar right. uh, or Pandora World of Avatar I mean how how big of a bump they get from that because I think they're expecting to get a huge bump and I'm not sure. You're, How you're that'll play right, out. Right before that opens, right? Yeah, literally, the week uh, we're going to be there is cast preview uh, week, gotcha. so. Well, yeah, so um, look forward to videos of live Disney periscopes and videos coming in May, about a week or two away. Right. Basically. Um, and then, because, uh, you know, it's more important for a break to go to Disney than my birthday. But anyhow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, of course, in January. Cool. So, uh, hopefully, Greg can go ahead and uh, peek his little little nose over the fence and take some pictures of the floating rock. Absolutely. But, uh, this is a good transition. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say to that note too. We'll have to, and we always say this every trip I'm down there, but we we never usually pull it off. We'll have to try to see if we can squeeze in some sort of show or live recording or something right. during right. during uh, while I'm there too. Absolutely. So this is a good quick transition to. Uh, Pandora. I think maybe we should do some quick, just like rapid, quick stories, basically, and the night on that. Um, quickly over to Pandora. Uh, what are your thoughts on what you see so far for the new Avatar ride? I think the decor is not, is is cool. I worry that it's not going to stand up to years of tourist abuse and Florida sun and elements and hurricanes and all of that stuff. Um, and I also, it, it, all those photos we see, all the stuff they've shown us, all the media stuff they did with Good Morning America and the View and all this, they only show a certain angle of that thing. And it right. just... I don't know. To me, I just I hope that there's, there's enough um, connection still to the film. I think it's been so long, and again, this, that was my. You know, we, we talked a lot about this. Uh, the film was so long ago that does anyone care about? I mean, does do they know it? I don't think a lot of people do, and, and I don't think to be honest, I don't think Cameron's going to come up with any more movies. I know he has plans for what seven more or something like that. Well, here's the thing with that. Uh, it, it is in pre-production, and they do ha- now have a set. It's been all it's been broke over Twitter today, 
Um, well, really? Yeah, he does have it. It is set for 2020. It was supposed to be 2018. He said it's not going to happen. 2020 will happen, which, again, kind of all coincides with Disney's 50th, doesn't it? Um, That's very true. So, a lot going on there. Um, but he said this is going to be in a line of – He's not, so, you know how, like, uh, Star Wars is going to – you know, they, they film a new movie – they release it while they're releasing it. They're filming another one. Right. Like that. Literally, what's going to happen is all these movies are going to be filmed before they're released. So it's basically going to be 2020. Is this this is what he's talking about? Last time I heard, 2020, he's going to release the new Avatar, right? Then like 2022 or 2020, 2021. Crazy, we're talking about 20s, 20s already. Um, He's going to release the next one, and then the next one, and it'll be over. So they'll be in the can already? Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where they'll only have to do some you know, minor editing. Um, wow. I, I don't know what to expect. I believe in Joe Rody. I mean, he... Absolutely. Uh, Animal Kingdom's amazing. <clears throat> That's held up. No, you know, that's no. Uh, he has his his both hands and his heart in this project. Uh, again, the focus of this, which is a, a cool key point. So most attractions at Disney, both coasts, revolve around a movie or a story, right? Mm-hmm. They're pushing the angle on this, not so much on the Avatar movie, but on conservation. Right, right. right. So this is supposed to take... This is supposed to be 10 years in the future or something like that. The Avatar world will see at Animal Kingdom where the war is over and the jungle is thriving and there's a conservation effort and the tours are going back back and forth between the Navi and, and the... Right. And that. Yep. So that's... Because I think it was... And you're getting to experience... Now you're getting to experience yeah. the part I of the tour. I think he was saying, yeah. like, it, there's, 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 there's a whole group of people that have no clue what Avatar is. Sure. They can't yeah. bank until the second movies come. Um, but uh, I think it'll be one of those things where you go experience it and then you go watch the movie. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so too. It's kind of, I don't know. Um, I, I know what you're saying about the elements and stuff like that. Uh, you know, again, I think I don't worry much about rides at Disney with the elements. I mean, if they could keep that gigantic ball on the three pedestals for how many years now? 25, 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think that's fine. And they know what to do with that. Um, I think it's going to be an amazing land. I think the bioluminescence is going to be awesome, the rides. But I know that they've been showing these videos and they've been having these uh, talk shows that are at Pandora and everything like that. Those are probably doctored up videos and pictures, right? Because they want you to be like, oh, wow, I want to go see these bioluminescent. Oh, no, for, sh- for sure. So until I can see it in January and go at night and see all this, yeah. then I can really give you my thoughts on it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm sure it'll be beautiful. The, the, I guess the bigger... So the rides themselves, the Banshee ride, right? There's going to be a boat thing. I think there's one other thing that might open later. And then they're going to have some food and stuff. 
on the surface, like, first of all, I'm, I'm thrilled that they're doing some of the Animal Kingdom that's new and innovative and, and adding stuff. Because, I mean, when's the last time that they've added a land, like, this big to any of the parks? It's been a long time, right? And even New Fantasyland at the Kingdom, there was a Fantasyland there, right? Like, yeah, there's a lot of new stuff. There's now, like, Beauty and the Beast Castle. There's the Ariel stuff. But, but it was there. With with Pandora, it's something completely new. I mean, it's pretty cool to 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 see that all come to come into play. Um, so we'll 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 see what happens. I think I think though, getting back to really quick on on your initial point about ticket sales and all that, I think if they don't hit on Pandora and people aren't jazzed about it and book vacations, they're gonna be in a bad spot because now. They've got to to really bank on well Toy Story Land opening up, yeah, and then and then followed up by by Star Wars Land. Um, another thing to think about is the same literally the same week, the same days as media for media preview and everything. Um, Avatar's opening or Pandora's opening, Volcano yeah. Bay water theme park over at Universal will also be opening. Literally the same day they scheduled the media media uh, media events for. So it's going to be a... I was reading a story in, uh, I think it was Travel and Leisure the other day, um, about it, just about how the, theme, the the two theme parks are really competing now, and, you know, this is a huge example of that. And I mean, it's great. It's great for us. We get to win in the end because... We have these two giants battling it out in, in Comcast and Disney. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, only time will tell over that. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, one, one. I have one quick thing, and then I have one last story. I think we should. Yeah. We should touch on. Quick thing is. Heading over to Universal real quick. We don't talk Universal a lot, but I thought this is interesting to talk. Not much. Jimmy Fallon, the new ride over there. Do you see anything about this, the old Race to New York ride with Jimmy Fallon? They're taking it out already? No, no, no. Just that that it 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 opened, what was it, last week, week before? I had, um, I was flipping through, and I watched, so he did live shows from Universal, which was really cool. They did live shows, they, they brought in big name stars, they had musical acts, like, like legit big name musical acts too. Right. Pitbull, Flow Rider, Frig, you know, in, um, who's the, uh, Blake Shelton, I mean, like, big names, and, you know, he had The Rock on, he had <clears throat> Vin Diesel on, um, it was, in, it was interesting, I mean, they had it, they filmed it all at Universal, he talked about the ride, they integrated the ride into the show, and the, the guests were connected to, obviously you had, you know, Vin Diesel from, uh, Fast and the Furious, you know, and that film just coming out, or was it Fate of the Furious, whatever, you had, um, you know, Blake Shelton with The Voice, another NBC property, so, all this tie-in, and I, the whole while, and I taped the whole week's worth of shows, I found it's okay, he, he's alright, um, and I, I thought, what's that? I hate Fallon, I think he's a funny whatsoever. I know, I know, I gave him a shot, it, for this stuff, because I wanted to see it, and it was okay. I want to see it fail. 
The ride itself, though. It's gonna fail. No, I think the ride itself is terrible. I mean, it, it's literally 3D, and I mean, obviously, I haven't wrote it yet. So. I, have, I have to listen to his bad jokes and his laughing and his sucking up to every celebrity right. that comes through. Right. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just jump off the ride and let it hit me in my head until I just black out. It's, on the thing is, though, it's not even a ride. It's basically just a simulator with 3D glasses and a screen. It's like Twister. Yeah. So. I miss Twister. It's exactly what it is. So, um, what's interesting, though, I, the whole time I'm watching this, right, I'm thinking, why doesn't Disney do this? I mean, they used to back in the 90s. Why don't they bring Kimmel from L.A. to mm. do a week worth of shows when they open Pandora or when they do Toy Story? And maybe they will. You know, who knows? Um, but I'm surprised they haven't brought them out, like, once a year, even. Once a year. I mean, think about when Disney Springs opened. Why not bring out Kim will do like, hey, Kim, we'll do a live show, you know, across property. I know they had brought ESPN for the Pro Bowl, did um, Mike and Mike on uh, live from Springs. But that was one, you know, radio show, one week's worth of radio shows. You know, what about bringing Jimmy Kimmel, <clears throat> you know, full audience, full nine yards, but do it on property. Uh, they're not going to bring Camel. There's no reason to bring Camel. That's a, that's they he just go to Disney because he's he, it'd be easier he just go to Disney World. Excuse me, Disneyland, and go back and shoot a show. Oh, I know. Uh, they're they're going to bring somebody from like uh, I don't know what's an AB. I don't even know what an ABC morning show is anymore. Good Morning America. Okay, Good Morning America would probably go down there. They're on the East which Coast. They, which they already did for... for no, the talk went down there. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did. They're not going to bring Kimmel out for that. I'm just surprised they haven't. I mean, I think it worked well for NBC and for, um, yeah, for Universal. Yeah, but still. Who cares? They don't, they don't cross the, the countries like that. They barely ever do. No, I understand, it's, but it's, it's, a, it's a national it's show. Yeah, I know that, but why fly him all the way over to Disney when he can just go represent ABC at Disneyland? Because they're gonna pay him a shitload of money, and it's and they already do. And if I'm talking like the next time they launch something big, like it's got to be like Star Wars Land or something, right? Get him out there, and then why not like once a year do some big. If anybody's going to go over, it's going to be Modern Family or one of those shows. Kim wasn't really that good either. The late night shows suck. No, that, I, I know. That, that James, I don't know. Who's that British guy that does the... Uh, James James Corden. Which you just... Some, yeah, yeah, right. But, uh, no, he's, well, he's, he, he's CBS after uh, Stephen Colbert. Oh, all right. So, obviously, that's not Colbert. Gonna I was just going to I was going to say... <laughs> Probably do car, you know, car karaoke on I four and get T boned halfway through by some <laughs> person from like Minnesota. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, you know, what what I want to see them do is like I said, like Modern Family went to Disneyland. Well, so let, last year they brought the middle, you know, the middle. It's like a Patricia Hilton. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. show. No one watches it. Sure, That'll, but it could freeze me out. I agree, but it's been on the air for a long time. It has been on the air for a long time. It has been for years. And last year they did a they did a Disney World thing. 
um, Blackish on ABC. Also yeah. did a Disney World thing. Yeah. They did yeah. one episode. I think either last year or the year before, they did Modern Family Disneyland episode. That's a good one. Um, Al Bundy. And I want to say there's there's like one other two ABC show that they did Disney World last year. Maybe not. But at least those two, which I was surprised about. Um, the one, and you and I have talked about this before on this program. The one I want to see them do is the Goldbergs. Yeah. And I want to see them do a retro Epcot episode. Uh, it, and I know the company won't let it happen. I'm almost positive they won't let it happen. They would probably build a backlog. Right, right. Before they, it's not that the company wouldn't do it. It's just I think it would be really, really hard for Disney to... I should say... I think it would be really hard for Disney to do that. I think I, mean, I think they could. They, well, I think they could pull off. Um, you know, you get cast in like those eighties costumes and all that stuff. You think you could pull off the walking, like the entrance stuff? You know, like under Spaceship Earth and all that stuff. I think that's right. You, you pull that off. I think you can probably pull off some of the, um, some of the pavilions. I mean, the land hasn't changed that that much. Imagination kind of hasn't changed that that much, um, and then the countries like I mean, aside from Norway, I, I don't think it'll it'll happen because I don't think Disney wants to. I I how far I totally agree. I totally I, I I don't think I'll ever do it, but I mean I think it'd be cool to see. Which you know that's another that's another topic for another day. Absolutely. Because I don't know what they're gonna do. I know there's, I, I was listening, uh, I think it was, uh, when I was listening to the Diz, the Connecting with Wall. Yeah. Bowling was talking about at the last D23 meetup, not Expo, it's like the, whatever it was, but there's some big changes coming to Epcot, which are going to be more towards Walt's original dream. Right. What it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see what that is. And I'm also scared at the same time because they really want to get their IPs in the park. Yeah. We've seen it with Frozen. We've seen it with that, again, abortion of a Hollywood Tower yeah. over DLC. I, 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 can't, I can't believe that at, uh, yeah, California, DCA, that they did that. I mean, it looks like, you and I talked yesterday, it looks like it's an unfinished attraction. Like it, like they tore like the front off it or something, and like just left it, because unless you never knew it was there, like to us, like you know that's Tower of Terror. It's just like silly. Well, the the framing hasn't changed. No, it's no. It's just all the exterior crap work they did. It's it's so stupid. You know, it's, it literally looks like you know they just hired a bunch of you know schmoes off the street, like. They basically like went to me and you and said, "Hey guys, uh, just like strap some piping up to the front of this yeah, thing and re- uh, take some of these pipe cleaners and make a, a and a couple of a couple of, like flames and stuff." Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Somebody, I'm trying to look through my, my our our tweets here because somebody really wrote a really something really funny on that. Um, I gotta come back. 
I did I did take a picture of one of the cogeneration plants down in Bridgeport a few weeks yeah. back. <laughs> like, you know, the old, like the old like you know, very industrial looking like uh you know whatever it is, natural gas plant or whatever the hell it is for electricity. And I, I, I tweeted it out one morning and I said, Is this is this a is this a factory in Bridgeport or are the Guardians of the Galaxy breakout? I think he said I, I forgot who it was. I'd have to really look back. I can I'll I'll tweet it out if I do it again. But basically when I showed the picture, he's like it was like a cross between like uh Willy Wonka's chocolate factory <laughs> institution. <laughs> It's so it true. Like perfect thing he could have said. It was just hilarious. Yeah, it's so I true. I forgot who said it was, who said it. Uh, that one we were talking about it. Who had the picture? But it, uh, it's just, it's just shit like that that scares me of what they're, what they might do to get that IP in. You know. I I agree. You and I were talking about this yesterday, and what did I say to you? That is something that Michael Eisner would never ever let have happened. Right. Absolutely. And it, and it's just, I mean, times change. I get it. Marvel's big for Disney right now. I mean, it's it's a cash cow for them, especially Guardians. Like, it's a cool, it's a great property. I, I think it, it'll do well for them. But just to force it into the parks in this manner just seems silly. I mean, I know they did it on the cheap. They did it so that, you know, if it doesn't work out, whatever, they'll just tear the ride down in another 10 years and build something new. Right. And the people at DCA hated Tower of Terror anyway. You know, so let's just get rid of it. I but never understood why they... Uh, I, I know. I, I guess maybe just it was just... It was our ride, and they were forced upon it. You know? Theirs was designed a little differently, too. If you look at the at the yeah, ride. Yeah, designed a little bit differently. It's, it's not as... as oh, not elegant's the wrong word, but like... It, it doesn't look like a normal hotel building. Right. It has that thing at the top. Like, it, it just... But, anyway. Last story I wanted to comment on and we can, we can chat about and then uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up for the night. That'd be nice. Club 33. Oh, this again is like a... It's own show. Um, just real quick. I think... I'll start it off. I love... I love it. I'm glad that's finally happening. I mean, how many years have we talked about this? Um, it's going to be a ton of money. It's going to be a ton of money. There's an article um, our buddy Ken Story wrote on Orlando Weekly, actually, when that news broke, um, that he had reported in there, Disneyland's is about a $25,000 buy-in, and then there's some annual dues on top of that, I think like a ten grand annual due or something, something to that effect. Um so not cheap, but then again, this is like big, big time. I mean, out in Disneyland, I mean, Tom Hanks is a member of Club Thirty Three, I believe. You know, like it's Hollywood elite. Like it's that want to go to the parks and enjoy that kind of luxury. So at Disney World, um, obviously they'll have a lot more space and and to accommodate more people with. They're supposedly going to do one club at each of the four parks, and it's been it's been fun to think of like four, where four different clubs. Yeah, like where the clubs would actually go. So 
sorry. What what do you, what what are your thoughts? My thoughts? There's a reason why it's over in Disneyland. Did you know though that it's also at Tokyo Disneyland in Shanghai? Is it? Yeah. I don't care about those parks. No offense. I know it's late. I sound like an eighty year old man. I sound like Archie Bunker right now. I, I, I don't. I I'm sorry. Shanghai and, and Japan are beautiful parks. I got nothing the parks themselves are nice, but uh, all that technology and all that greatness should have been over here. We should have had that. Absolutely. That's that's a that's a stain on my my underpants right now. That's how I feel. <laughs> a stain I can't get out no matter how hard I want to like it. Um I could see one Club Thirty Three going into the Magic Kingdom in the same exact manner that is over. Right, at like Magic. on like Main Street or something, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. The thing is, is is Club Thirty Three is over there. It's in the original park. Celebrities are all over in Hollywood. Um, it's a it's a big buy-in. It's its own kind of thing. It's its own. It's its elegance. You know right. What I mean, it, it belongs there. I, I don't think of any of those other European parks when I think of Disney. I don't want to have these blinders, but I just, those, those are... No, I, I, have, I hear you. They have Disney names on it, but they're kind of like a franchise of Disney. Right, right. Um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's cool that we're going to have a Club 33 over here, but we're going to have four of them. And it's not like me or you are ever going to be able to buy into one of these. So, I mean... You know what? I guess, I guess my question is, is, is there's four of them, so now it's it's really big, right? Right. They're probably not going to cost as much as L.A. They could, knowing Disney. And the only reason why they wouldn't cost as much as the one out in California is because there's more people at Walt Disney World. There's, there's more fan base at Walt Disney World. So more people are going to buy in, so they probably could lower the prices to make up and, and you know, break more than even. Um, but it's kind of like it's 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 gonna not be if if they open it all in one park all on every park gets one. Club Thirty Three Disney Studios, Club Thirty Three Epcot, Club Thirty Three Animal Kingdom, Club Thirty Three Magic Kingdom. Just just listen to me saying these off. But where is the specialty in that? Right. right. Yeah, I guess I guess as Disney fans we know Club Thirty Three. Walt had his hands in that. Right. Walt was part of that club. That was his special club. Out in Disneyland, California. Right, where you can't drink the only place you could get a, a an alcohol to drink on you know, that time on was there, you know, was high class, you know, dining and you could see it from his, his window over the fire station. That was his club. That was his 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 speakeasy, basically, is what it was. There's a reason why it's so expensive to get into that, and it's so exclusive, right? Yeah. I could see them opening one over here in Magic Kingdom. All right, all right. That's I could see you wanting both in both parks. You know, it could be kind of cool what they can do. Like maybe they'll have like a two-way like mirror that shows what's going on in California, and what's going on in. Disney in Disney in Florida, which by the way I think they should already have. Yeah. That's nice guy I have. I want to pitch it. Flying off tonight. They they do have something like that at Starbucks in Disney Springs. Yeah. With Starbucks and D- downtown Disney, I think in, in yeah, Anaheim. I can't Starbucks. It's no no, but like that with the same idea. It's it's basically just like a big wall with. 
I wish camera. Would have just sponsored a ride, I would have been happy. Yeah, I know. Whatever, that's a different day. Different day. But if you put four Club 33s, it's just, to me, it just doesn't feel special anymore. You know, I kind of agree with that point. I haven't thought about that um, before. The other thing that you bring up, kind of, I don't know if you caught this, but it, it popped in my mind, is there's so much exclusivity, I feel like, at Disney World resort already without club 33 that imagine adding another level of i mean because you have dvc only stuff i mean somewhere like uh top of the world lounge at bay lake tower you know with that cool bar with the monorail like at the back of the bar and stuff you you and i can't go up there right you have to be a dvc member um there's there's lounges in epcot and i don't think in the kingdom anymore but they're there used to be for corporations that are sponsors right. or certain car holders or DVC members. If you're not one of those groups, you're not ever going to get in those spaces. Like right. this is another thing that's going to just add on top of that. We already have families walking around the parks like they own the place because they're with a plaid, you know, cause they've paid for that to have a guide for the day. To get them on front of the line access on rides and get them around the property in, you know, private cars and all this other garbage. So, you bring up a good point. It'll be fun to see how it develops. And for me, I think fun to think of, like, where they'll be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be cool to see one upstairs on Main Street. Like, turn those office... I'll be sad if they don't do that. Um, <clears throat> in Epcot, maybe in one of the one of the pavilions, maybe it's America, in the upstairs or something or whatever. And then that's my thought. Yeah, probably, it'll be in one of the the world the one of the, the world showcase world uh, pavilions. Yeah, where it's just kind of like a secret door that gets you in there, or it'll be like somewhere in the ball, like a secret entrance in the ball. You know what I mean, or something like that. I I don't know, like. Tree, maybe maybe it'll be maybe it'll be inside the inside the tree of life somehow or something at Animal Kingdom. Again, we'll never see it. So right. you know, I don't have thirty thousand dollars laying around. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And plus, you gotta think like Disneyland California—that's a locals park. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 smaller. It's it's more romantic. It's it's more Disney, and and Walt had his hands. That's why there's the red trolley line car, and then then there's the the monorails are different, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, but, um, yeah, anything else in news? That was it. That was it. Just right, wanted so to touch on that. I have two ideas to pitch. Now I'm going to leave it with you and Twitter, and I'm going to put a little poll out. The first one is, is I think they should bring a type of viewliner train back to Disney World to also run with these gondolas because... Ten people is not going to be enough, and they don't have enough money for the monorail. But they sure enough will have enough money to run train tracks uh, to the different resorts. And they can run on biodiesel fuel. They can run on battery cells. They can be quiet as a mouse. Um, they have to be a little bit bigger than the original view liners, obviously, from Disney. From Disney, excuse, land back in the 50s. But you can probably fit two, 300 people on one. You know, yeah. 
Um, yeah, and the other one was the uh, the two-way mirror. But it'd be kind of cool if you had the two-way mirror, like, somewhere on Main Street that faced our castle, and then the one in Main Street on Disney faced their Disneyland faced their castle. And just the way you look at it, it looks like it's just like a perfect match down Main Street. Uh, which is kind of cool. So you can kind of watch huh. what's going on. But That'd be kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that is pretty much the all I have. Um, what about you? That was it. I, I think I just wanted to touch on Gondolas Club 33, talk a little bit about our own trips and what's going on in, in our lives. Yeah, this is probably a two-hour show. Yeah, get, get, Welcome back get, to get, show. getting there. But excited for year three. Yeah. I think we have a lot. There's a lot going on in the parks, obviously, with our us. We'll, we'll be there, both of us, this year. So we'll have a lot of good first-hand perspective of things. Um, excited for, for new things ahead uh, this year. And uh, <clears throat> maybe trying like a different kind of uh, shorter show on the off weeks, maybe like a 10-minute show where when we have our usual you know BS sessions, if we're like, hey, did you see what happened on Twitter? And we get on there and we do like a five-minute show and throw it out there. You know, that's an idea me and Greg have been tossing around too. So... Um, yep. Yeah, well, we have to. We have to really try to. If if it's gonna be hard to do these long shows every two weeks because of work, we need to at least give you guys some short shows. Well, Absolutely. All right. Uh, so, Greg, where can they find us? Again, uh, on Twitter at Resort Ears. You can find us on Facebook, facebookcom Resort Ears. Uh, shoot us an email if you have any questions about trip planning and upcoming trip. Questions in general about the parks or properly about this show. <laughs> shoot us an email, resortears at gmail.com. You can also call us 407-535-6118, the Resort Ears hotline, 407-535-6118. Give us a call any day or night. Anytime and leave a message if we don't pick up. And you can also uh, buzz us on Skype too. We're just Resort Ears. What are we, Resort Ears Radio? Yeah. Yeah, Resort Ears Radio. On Twitter, you can now leave on Skype voice messages. And the voice messages or video messages we can actually replay on our next show. Um, thanks for everybody joining on Periscope. There's about three of you that have been constant through this whole thing. Um, we're sorry if we didn't answer one of your questions. We didn't see any questions come through, so. Um, pretty sure there wasn't. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, we will be back uh, fully, hopefully, in two weekends. Uh, you don't know what can happen next Saturday. We can we'll do a show, or maybe do a short show, you know, on a Friday night or something like that. But other than that, we are scheduled again for two weeks from today. Um, that'll be about it. Uh, watch the doors as they close on the way out, and have a great and magical night and a week. We'll talk to you later or on Twitter. Get your ears on, folks. <laughs> Have a great night.